0: The Premier League is back and we're joined by a Premier League legend, a two-time winner and golden boot winner, Dimitar Berbatov. Dimitar, before we go into the season, firstly, can you tell us how you ended up at Manchester United from Tottenham? Because you were very close to joining Manchester City, weren't you?
1: Well, obviously, this is the story that is going around, which is uh, actually true. But my heart and my uh, everything that I wanted was to go to United because... For me, that was the team with the history, with the red shirt, uh, you know, with the badge, obviously with the manager and all the players and the the titles they won. And at that time, I wanted to win titles as well. Uh, And uh, the choice was pretty simple. You go to United and nowhere else. And the moment when my agent told me actually that City are interested, you know, I was just... uh, I'm not going to curse here, but, uh, you know, I have something that I wanted to say. And I said it to him and we, I said, basically, we go to United. And that's, that's that, you know, because this was my, uh, this was a ma- mountain top. This was my, my peak. After hard work and uh, step by step, I was able to, to climb my, mount, my mountain and uh, reach my personal top.
0: And it worked out very well indeed. And uh, some of those names Alex Ferguson, Cristiano Ronaldo playing at Old Trafford. I mean, what was
1: it like to play for Manchester United at that time? Well, let me tell you something. It was intimidating at first. I speak myself, of course, because when you go into the dressing room full of champions, you are like, whoa, you know. Like you see gigs, Coles, you know, uh, Rio, Ronaldo, Rooney, you know, all these great players who are champions, and you are not. In my case, I was still not. But yeah, uh, here's the thing: when you go to the place like this and you want to learn and you want to upgrade and get better you will. And in the process, I I learned a lot of things and obviously how to become a champion when I was surrounded with champions. And uh, it was very special because to train with, with players like this and then go out to Old Trafford to perform, it was a dream come true for me. That's why I said this was my, my mountaintop for myself. And I'm pretty damn proud because I'm coming from a small country and everything I did makes me proud. Let's
0: talk about the current day Manchester United then Dimitar and some of the biggest managers in the world who have tried and failed at United, particularly in recent years. What will Eric Ten Hag bring to the United team that will be
1: different? (laughs) Well, let's hope he's going to bring the title back at United, you know, that'll be a big difference for everybody. (laughs) Because it's been a long time since uh, the title was at Old Trafford. And for myself, personally, uh, this is the measure of success if you can bring the the, the title, the Premier League title back to Old Trafford. Yes, you can argue and say, what about the Champions League and other trophies? But for me personally, probably the Premier League title is, is the number one criteria if you are successful uh, with the club. So I'm wishing, wishing luck uh, of doing that. It's going to be really difficult, probably near impossible in the first season. But you know what? Miracle happens in football. So let's see what's going to happen.
0: And United have brought in Lissandro Martinez, Christian Eriksen. Is it enough to challenge for the title? Where else do you feel they need to strengthen heading into the new season?
1: Uh, that's a good question. And I, I, I watch United in the pre-season uh, and watch how they play. Uh, you can see a tendency now that the team is trying to press a bit more high on the pitch. Uh, they're playing uh, uh, football, a good football with, with, with fast combination and fast balls. Uh, is it enough with the with the players they brought in? Well, again, we need to wait and see, but uh, Ten Hag have a reputation of a great coach. So let's trust in his process of how things should be done. Uh, and I always said that let's hope United are bringing the right players for the positions they need. Uh, sometimes you don't even necessarily need the best players. You need the right players for the positions that you want to fill. And I hope the players that are coming in and maybe some other will, will follow are going to be the right ones for United on that, on that journey, uh, the, the Premier League.
0: Dimitar, so much speculation around Ronaldo's future. Do you think it's better for the club if now perhaps it's time for him to move elsewhere or should he stay at Old Trafford?
1: Well, now This is a delicate situation. And I, uh, in my opinion, in 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 modern football, uh, there are two players that, in my case, and in a football language, they can do whatever they want. So it's Messi and Ronaldo, because of everything they achieve in football. You know all the greatness they they put on themselves while playing football, all the trophies and the goals, and, and pretty much everything. Uh, and and you always need to treat them with respect always need to treat them with respect. It doesn't matter what happens because they gave so much to football. They changed the game of football. Uh, and when he's coming now to Ronaldo United, uh, that's why I say it's a delicate situation because he needs all the respect in the world that he can get based, based on what he's done. And I'm pretty sure that they will handle it with with respect and uh, with uh, thinking how they can use him well. I think he, he should stay to answer your question because he can bring goals. Uh, I, I hope that Ten Hag can uh, speak with him face-to-face, like man-to-man, explain what he will expect from him in the, in the season. Uh, and if Ronaldo is okay with it, and I hope he is, uh, then he can. He, I will be happy to stay because he can play a big role in United, as I said, because he brings goals. Yes, you get old along the way, but in the case of Ronaldo, who is taking care of himself so good, I think he can bring goals for sure
0: realistically where do you think they will finish this season
1: united well i i just told you that i always uh, hope for a miracle in football Uh, and i always like to see united up there in the top in the top in the premier league and basically top one will be nice but we need to be realistic and probably all the pundits i hear Talking about uh, that the first season is, is really difficult and it's always is difficult when you come to a new club and as a manager, manager as well. So I hope to see them as, as close to the top as possible this season. They have a lot of work to do to catch up to City and Liverpool, obviously, who play a great, great, uh, great football. And it's a challenge, but you don't run away from the challenge. You run towards that challenge.
0: Let's talk about one of your previous sides as well in Tottenham. And after securing Champions League football, they've strengthened their squad this summer. Richarlison, Basuma, Perisic coming as well. Are they genuine title challenges or do they still have a way to go, Dimitar?
1: Well, the names you mentioned uh, and all the players who are still in the club with that coach on paper, this sounds like a title challenge team to me. I mean, really, really great players and good players and a great coach. So with Spurs, it's always, it's always that uh, start the season with the high hopes and everybody is cheering for them, except Arsenal probably. But, you know, everybody wants them to win something. Uh, and it's been a long, long time. I was still there, 2008, when, when we won the last trophy for, for the club. So it's about time for them to win something. And I always start with the high hopes for them in the beginning of the season because they have a great squad now as well. So I would like to see them do well as well. Uh, and why not to be the dark horse of the Premier League? Like be there and challenge everybody else and make them on your toes. And in the end, just surprise everybody and, and go and do something like Leicester done back in the days, you know? So I wish them luck. They They, they need a trophy, any trophy, in my opinion.
0: What a duo they've been, Harry Kane and Son. Uh, Son, the joint golden boot last season, Dimitar. Harry Kane had, well, 26 as far as combined goals and assists as well, 17 goals, nine assists. They broke the record for the most Premier League goal combinations ever, which had previously been held by Didier Drogba and Frank Lampard. Where do they rate as far as partnerships in the Premier League, Son and Harry Kane?
1: Well, in my opinion, among the best and uh, because I like this type of partnership, me and Robbie King were the same. You know, we're we a are great partnership on the pitch. Uh, but the one that I can compare them probably is, is uh, uh, Andy Cole and Dwight York. They were, they were great on the pitch, like just playing off each other, no jealousy, passing the ball when the other is in better position, scoring, go along the process, become even better along the process. And this is what happened with, 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 uh, with Harry Kane and, and some as well you can see how they understand each other on the pitch. Just purely, you can sense where your partner is on the pitch. You don't even need to look at it. Uh, and this is a great uh, thing to have in your team because when there's no jealousy involved, you can move forward as a player developing and you can bring the whole team forward with you because this is the guy who brings you the goals and the assists. These are the star start players. Of course, you cannot do it without all the other players. But sometimes in football, you know, uh, strikers get all the the applause in the end of the day.
0: well, you mentioned you hope they can do perhaps a Leicester City and uh, get a trophy there at, at spurs, but where do you think they will finish this season?
1: given that he's, he's, uh, the coach uh, Conte is very ambitious and very successful and he's Italian and Italians are all passionate about you know football and winning and uh, everything. Uh, I would like to see them in the top four for sure. Where in the top four? Well, anywhere will be good, in my opinion. And that's why I say sometimes it's better to leave Spurs in the shadows. Don't put so much pressure on them, you know, and expect them to do good, but don't put pressure on them and they will surprise you in the, in, on, along the way.
0: Dimitar, Arsenal. And, uh, well, they threw away fourth last season, but have improved dramatically, you'd have to say, under Mikel Arteta. How would you rate what he has managed to do there at Arsenal so far?
1: Well, to be honest, I like the way Arteta is uh, seeing football and it cannot be any other way because he was a student of Gordiova and I like how Gordiova makes uh, his teams to play football. It's passing, moving, passing, moving, looking for the space, explore, wait for the right moment. You know, uh, this is the type of football I like to watch and Arteta is bringing that to Arsenal. Uh, And although, as you mentioned, they threw away the fourth last season, which is something that... uh, Arsenal sometimes can do, uh, but on the process of uh, rebuilding and making the team play, I can I can see they have uh, progress, made progress, and they can, in my opinion, get better because this is pure way of playing football. What Arteta is doing, you know, and this is that's why I say I love to watch football like this, uh, in his purest form, just passing and 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 thinking, overthink, uh trying to um, read the game see where and how you can uh, surprise your opponents on the pitch. So uh, it's a joy, honestly, to watch Arsenal when they play because they have good players and this type of football uh, I like to watch.
0: They've been active in the transfer market and Saliba returns from Marseille after winning Young Player of the Year, And new Vieira from Porto, Zinchenko and obviously Gabriel Jesus. Are they good enough to challenge for top four Arsenal? And how do you expect Jesus to perform and is he finally, I guess, given a chance to become a first-choice number nine?
1: Well, based on on the on the, uh, the preseason, Jesus must have a great season ahead of him. You know, he fit in right uh, into the into the team of of Arsenal, and he's doing great at the moment. And to be honest, he always done good in, in City. Uh, but sometimes you have players who are overlooked uh, because someone else have a better PR agent, let's say, you know, or something like that. Football sometimes can be cruel. Uh, in the case of Jesus, I'm happy that he can have more playing time to show how good he really is. And now, right now in the preseason, he's showing it. So I wish him luck because he can score goals and, and help Arsenal. Uh, and on, on, on top of that, you know, as I said, Arsenal is a team that uh, also, also can surprise people where they least expect them to. Because they'll be like, Arsenal, yeah, you know, top four or close to top four. But then all of a sudden, bam, they're, they're just there chasing and, and challenging everybody else. Uh, because Arteta is an ambitious coach. He wants trophies. And I, I think that he, he knows how to bring them to Arsenal.
0: A new era at Chelsea, Dimitar. New season, couple of new faces and new ownership as well, of course. Rudiger, Christensen and Lukaku have gone. But Koulibaly and Raheem Sterling are in there at Stamford Bridge. Still not strong enough,
1: would you think, to trouble
0: Manchester City and
1: Liverpool? Well, it's a challenge for everybody in the Premier League to catch up to City and Liverpool. But here is the thing in football. Sometimes, sometimes you think that you know everything, but football just surprises you. Uh, And that's why in, in Premier League it's so interesting, because all the teams we are talking about and we are mentioning, in one way or another, they are equal uh, because they have great players, they have great coaches. And in the end of the day, when the, when the Premier League starts, it's about your consistency. It's about your concentration on the pitch. It's about you making less mistakes than, than the opponents. Because, as I said on the paper, all the teams have great players and great coaches. And this, this makes it so interesting for everybody to watch. It's even, it's even greater to be part of it because I can speak from experience because you want that challenge. You want that thrill of going on the pitch and you'll be like, all right, today I will play against the best to see how good I am. You know, you want that. And that's so interesting to watch the Premier League. And that's why I say they are equal on paper. And uh, consistency is the most important factor as well, the concentration. Because one thing that Sir Alex Ferguson was telling us just before we go onto the pitch, it was like, we are going past him, each and every player, the eleven who was starting. And he was standing on the door and just obviously clapping the hands, good luck, and, he always lay, and always saying, concentration, 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 concentration to each and every one of us because this is so important in football. At
0: Chelsea, Timo Werner hasn't matched up to expectations. Uh, the Lukaku experiment failed again. If they had a world-class number nine, Dimitar, would they challenge?
1: Mm. That depends on how you want the team to perform you know because some teams play without number 9 and then they're doing just fine you know look at city i mean come on or liverpool at sometimes as well so uh, this in football uh, it's already mm, changed from from my time and uh, you don't need number 9 to to win games to win titles it's about how you see football and in the case of chelsea uh, obviously me coming from germany i was watching i'm still watching german football uh, and I, I, I like Timo Werner, to be honest. I like him. I, I think they should give him more time uh, because he have, uh, in my in my opinion, the speed uh, and the way of getting into the position to score goals. The only problem he is facing is that he needs to score more of, of the chances he is getting. You know, this is what he needs to work on. The only thing, in my opinion, and then he'll be he'll be he'll be better for for Chelsea. But I think they should they should keep him, not sell him.
0: Let's talk about the two maiden contenders, Dimitar. Liverpool and Manchester City. Who wins? It went down to the wire last season. Dramatic final day. Who's going to come out on top this season and why?
1: Well, I want more teams to be involved in that title race because City and Liverpool, yes, they are the teams who, who, you, who you need to challenge and they are the best teams uh, when it comes to just playing football. But... It's getting boring. I want more teams involved in the title race, more teams challenging for that for that title, uh, like the team we are discussing here, and also some of the other teams uh, into the Premier League to to surprise us in a way, make it even more exciting. But you know, for the moment, it's City and Liverpool, obviously, uh, with what they are doing and how they are playing and how they see football, what they are uh, bringing and adding to the to the uh, to the squad with the players they are they are buying. So. Uh they'll be the two teams and I hope I hope uh me, because I'm a bit biased, obviously I play for United, I play for Spurs. So I want to see these two teams go up there and challenge for the title as well. But also Arsenal, Chelsea get into the mix, West Ham also, in my opinion, have a have a good squad. You know, some of the other teams who are more orientated towards the middle of the table for all these years should challenge themselves and say, okay, let's let's try to put some more hit on that top four, top six.
0: So much will be made of the two major signings for both those big clubs. Darwin Nunez for Liverpool and Erling Haaland for Manchester City. First blood went to Liverpool and Nunez in the charity shield. Who's going to have a better season in your opinion, Dimitar? Nunez or Haaland? Also with Haaland, what makes him so special?
1: That, that's, that's uh, you know, this is, this is the moment where uh, when you're a striker and you go to a new club, to a new, uh, to a new country and play to, into a new league, you want to fit straight away. You want to start swimming into the, into the sea with sharks and be a shark and start scoring all of a sudden the great goals that you used to score in the other league. And I wish them luck, both of these players. Uh, in my opinion, uh, Haaland obviously have a big name and his he, he score goals, and uh, that's why he's so popular in football. And he has that um, uh, charisma around him of uh, self-confidence. You can see it on the way he walks and how he plays and how he behaves. You can see that charisma and him believing how good he is, you know, which is always a good thing to have when you step onto the pitch. But then you need to deliver. You always need to deliver. Uh, and I think he will. I think he, I think he will because he's uh, surrounded with great players and a great coach. Nunes, of course, going to Liverpool. The same goes for him. The same goes for him. Great team with great with great coach, and uh, we already saw him scoring a goal. It's a great start for him. So let's hope both these players will continue that trend in the Premier League because the Premier League is not a sprint; it's a marathon. So you need to know how to spread your power toward the season and to know when to push, when to strike, when to ease a little bit so you can save your strength because it's a lot of football, not only Premier League, Cups, Champions League, everything.
0: Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp, they've revolutionised football in England. Where do they rank Dimitar, in your opinion, among the greatest Premier League managers when you think of the likes of Jose Mourinho, uh, also Arsene Wenger and, of course, Sir Alex Ferguson?
1: Well... They are all behind Sir Alex Ferguson at the moment, to be honest, because in the end of the day, you need the trophies to prove and say, this is what I've done. Uh, so they are along the way uh, and trying probably to <laughs> to try to catch to him. Uh, and it, you need to have something like this to pull yourself and challenge yourself and say, I want to achieve this as a manager. I want to challenge Sir Alex for the titles, for the wins, for everything. But Gordiova, Club. I mean, they are among there already. Uh, uh, mentioning their names is 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 uh, is completely uh, worth it because this is the guys who changed football in the Premier League and brought a new style of play, uh, new ideas, fresh look on everything. And you can only learn from 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 coaches like this. And I hope they will continue to surprise us uh, when we watch football and see how they shift the teams when they play, how change the system while they play, or change some of the players that we think we know so well where they can play but all of a sudden they change and they put them on a different position because they can see that they can do great there even though the players cannot see it yet but they can see that they he can do better even there and these are these are the the the, the coaches that how do you say that that uh that are ahead of the time and 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 just know and sense how how football should be played. And that's why I I love watching their teams, to be honest. I've been rivals with their teams, but respect. You need to give respect where respect is due. And it's always great to watch uh, their teams. So if you look at the
0: top six, how will it finish
1: in order? Oh, my God. You're putting me on the spot here with that question. (laughs) Uh, Well it's always difficult to trust me it's always difficult to to be uh sincere and honest when you used to play for the teams in the premier league and that's why i say i want my my former teams uh united and 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 spurs to do so well and maybe be one or two in the premier league but right now at this moment i must say that obviously city and liverpool were there uh on the first or the second place uh, don't know which one because in my in my eyes they are equal as the teams and, and the coaches as well. So they'll be there, one first or second place, and then hopefully United can build on on uh, on that bringing in, uh, Ten Hag into the team and, and go and be in the top four together with Spurs. But uh, yeah, third or four, and then Chelsea, Arsenal. You know, this is the usual suspect. There, you need to put there. But I hope that some of the of the teams can surprise us and and uh, also be in the mix
0: as far as the Golden Boot is concerned if you had if I had to put you on the spot here, who would you have taking it out
1: well i bet I bet that the betting companies. Uh, putting bets down to uh, to Holland and Nunes and all these uh, players who are coming in and, and, and just saying that they'll probably get the golden boot. But let's not underestimate the old guard, you know, Hurricane, Mo Salah, you know, Son, you know, all, all the great players that are still in the Premier League who are used to everything that now the new boys are going to experience. So... As long as I want to say some of the new boys, I'll still go with the old guard and, and the players who have been there, like Harry Kane and Mo Salah, You know, all these experienced players that know the tricks of how to manage and get onto the top of the being a, a top scorer in the end of the season. Uh, and of course, Alan Nunes, uh, they will try to challenge for that because, as I said, you have you can see how confident they are of, of what they do. And when you're surrounded with with great players and you are part of the great team. Obviously, it's easier to score goals. But at the same time, it's even more pressure for you to score goals. So if you don't know how to cope with that pressure and you get into the bad run of games, that also can affect your performances and you score less goals. You know? So this is a very delicate balance you need to find and you know how to, how to play.
0: Always fascination in the clubs that have been promoted from the Championship, Dimitar and Fulham, Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth have come up to the Premier League. How do you think they'll perform?
1: Well, first of all, I want Fulham, my ex-team, to finally stay into the Premier League. All right? Not being like an elevator, up and down, up and down. Now, I hope they learn their lesson. Uh, buy the right players, fix your defence, don't really go so easily and just stay in the Premier League. They have a great base where they train. The, they in the great part of London they have a great team at the moment so i hope they will learn from their past mistakes and stay there this is the place they want to be the stadium is even better when i when i was there so they have everything everything uh, bournemouth obviously i used to play with scott parker and uh, i wish them luck so they can stay uh, also in the premier league this is the challenge for the for the newly promoted clubs to stay into the premier league and then build on top of that uh, and this is what I, I would like to say to all of them. In Nottingham, Bournemouth, Fulham, just don't get relegated again because you need to start fighting the same battle of promotion again. You want to stay with the big boys and, and, and challenge yourself and get better in the process. And these teams are teams with, with, with history, you know, especially in Nottingham Forest. I mean, come on, uh, Champions League winners back in the days. And uh, it, it's, it's great to see them back to the Premier League and they need to stay there.
0: Dimitar, we saw some very big clubs almost go down to the championship last year, including Everton, Leeds United. We know about their history. Who do you think will struggle this
1: season? Well, you have, you have a point here, and this shows you how big and strong and unpredicted the Premier League can be sometimes. And it shows you that even if you're a big team with big history, if you do a lot of mistakes along the process, when you play football, you're going to suffer. Point in case, uh, Everton and Leeds, as you mentioned, two great teams. But if you don't win games, if you're not smart enough to know how to win the games and make a lot of mistakes, in the end of the day, you're gonna uh, fight for for survival, which is never a good thing. Believe me, I've been there uh, when I was in Germany fighting uh, not to get relegated, and it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. Trust me. So that's what I what I say. Uh, don't make so much mistakes during games. That's the that's the easiest thing you can say so you can understand what you need to do. And obviously the big boys, the big teams, are the teams that we don't think that they can get into the place fighting for relegation. But there you go, Everton and Leeds last year show us that everything is possible in the Premier League and that's why it's so interesting.
0: I know it's a morbid thing to ask, but can we get a prediction on who you think could be going down?
1: (laughs) Come on, the season is not even started and we are talking about who is going down. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, I cannot give you an uh, answer here. Uh, for sure, I don't want Fulham to go down again. That's why I told you before. I want them to stay. Uh, any other team, if you, you do a lot of mistakes and you don't learn from it, you're going to suffer and you're going to go down. Normally, the odds, the odds are always in the favour of newly promoted to the Premier League to go down again.
0: Dimitar, West Ham was strong last year. Newcastle have new owners and and some signings as well. Villa certainly improved under Steven Gerrard. Palace were better under Vieira. Leicester are always a threat. Who do you think could shock this year and potentially challenge for a top four spot out of those sort of of middle-of-the-road clubs?
1: Yeah, and that's why I said that uh, some of these teams who are normally exactly middle-of-the-table teams can uh, try to challenge themselves. First and foremost, challenge yourself and say, "All right, this year we want to be high on the table," uh, and I, this is going to make the Premier League even more exciting. It's going to put more heat on on the on the big teams. And Newcastle are a big team as well. Newcastle is unbelievable team, uh, and they have a new owners. They spend money. Uh, they have a, a good coach, in my opinion, as well. So I would like to see them to go up there and and, and challenge everybody else because this team has been a long way since their. Uh, performances have been satisfying for everybody and be up there close to top four, you know. Uh, And I remember watching them so much when Shear was there, you know, a big admirer of Shear and he was unbelievable with Newcastle. And and when you go to play there, the the fans are unbelievable, you know, And, and the stadium and everything is just pure football. So I would like to see them finally getting out of their shell and just get close to that top four place.